This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hello, and welcome to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Today, we're talking about something we've not touched on for many, many episodes and maybe even just scraped the surface of before. And that's about what it means to become and step into being a soulful entrepreneur, someone who is not afraid of shining their light, which is a whole other part of visibility. And I'm joined today by a wonderful new friend who's come into my life. We are part of a collective that will be joining Richard Branson on Necker Island. But the reason that I was drawn into that experience was because I wanted to connect with other women who were in their own ways, in our own unique ways, wanting to create global and social change. And I'm joined today by Prima Gaia. And I'm not going to give too much of a preface to her other than to say 15 years ago, her life changed extraordinarily. So thank you so much for coming on today, Prima. I would love you to share with my audience a little bit about who you are and what your work is all about. Thank you so much, Anna. Dear sister, it is such an honor and a privilege to be here with you today. And I'm so excited for our interview. And so a little bit about my background is uh, about 15 years ago in 2006, I received clear guidance to give away all of my possessions until I only had the clothes on my back and start walking and go on a long walking pilgrimage, like a vision quest, which I ended up walking over 500 kilometers. I walked from San Marcos, Texas, all the way to Mexico, uh, sleeping outside. And basically, I was called to meet and learn from the the wisdom keepers and the sages and the mystics that are alive on the planet at this time, because I knew from my studies and from, from what I had read that there have been saints and sages and mystics alive on the planet in all cultures uh, throughout history. So I knew that there must be some wisdom keepers and sages alive on the planet that I could go find and learn from. And the reason that all of this began, you know, to backtrack a little bit, from earlier years, basically my upbringing provided potent training grounds for a later chapter of my life, which was a deep healing and transformational journey. And so I incurred significant trauma in my childhood and my formative years, which led me eventually onto a really deep uh, healing path and also an underworld journey. So from age 15 to about 25, I numbed my emotional pain and my anguish and my despair, my excruciating heartache. I numbed it with binge drinking and using recreational drugs. And in my early 20s, I ended up moving to Los Angeles and I became, I started working in the modeling industry, working in print modeling, TV commercials, and, uh, you know, 
I did, I did TV commercials. I was on Soul Train. I was doing music videos. I was hanging out at some quite of the... Hard in, they're quite hard environments, aren't they? That's very, uh, they're pressure cookers. It was a pressure cooker. Yeah. Well, you know, and you have a similar background. I think you, you have a, a background in the entertainment industry and the Hollywood scene. And so basically I went from being a woman with a deeply fragmented sense of self-worth to suddenly landing in LA and receiving all this positive validation about my worth based on my appearance and my clothing and my just external things. And it felt on some level, it felt nourishing to receive all this external validation, but it wasn't based on who I truly am. It wasn't based on my soul. It was based on, you know, external things. So basically I found myself attending all of these A-list celebrity Hollywood Hills house parties, going to these high-level celebrity events and just very immersed in celebrity culture. But I noticed that my behavior patterns were becoming increasingly self-destructive. You know, I had developed, you know, this sordid relationship with food and compulsive exercising. And basically, I just, I didn't really like the person that I had become. I knew there was something deeper underneath of these layers of like image and glamour and kind of being obsessed with appearance and external validation. So in 2006, basically, as I shared, I received guidance to give away all of my possessions and to go on a vision quest. And so that's exactly what I did. And my life changed dramatically after that point. So at that moment... So some of my listeners may not be spiritually open or inclined at all. Some of my listeners are fully there and that's the life they're living. Some are just on the cusp of something. I feel like there is a whole wave of entrepreneurs, a whole wave of people coming into the online space because they've got a message they want to get louder. Yes. And they might not yet have the language or the ability to describe their own sense of awakening. Mm. And I think awakening is, it's such a unique experience. It's so individual. Do you have a way to describe what happened for you? Yeah. So basically what I've discovered, so just to give a little bit more of a nutshell of my journey in 2006, I did give away all my possessions and I did go on that long walking pilgrimage, sleeping outside and visiting different spiritual teachers, visiting shamans, visiting mystics. And eventually I ended up hitchhiking over 20,000 miles across North America and Mexico. Again, going to different intentional communities, going to visit, you know, ashrams, monasteries, and all these different places where I would meet these different wise teachers from different lineages. And I I eventually ended up studying all the different wisdom traditions and discovered that they are all pointing, pointing to the same teachings, which is that all the answers and all of the wisdom is inside of you and that you have a direct connection to great spirits, to the unified field, to all of life, and that you have a channel that is a direct link to all of the wisdom and all of the grace and all of the beauty that you have ever been seeking outside of yourself. So that was the, the, the big, big takeaway. You know, I ended up doing two solo retreats, two 20-day solo retreats, two years in a row. One was in a mud hut in Tres Piedras, New Mexico, and one was in, deep in the Gila Wilderness. The Gila Wilderness is in southern New Mexico. And on those retreats, I knew it was part of my destiny 
to reconnect. I call it going mainline with your soul, going direct with your soul. And I knew it was part of my destiny, having been raised Catholic and this whole notion of needing a priest or an intermediary between myself and the divine. I knew in my soul, it was part of my destiny to find my way back directly to my connection to great spirit. So that's what I found on those retreats is how do I connect with the divine? How do I connect with my own wisdom? How do I connect with all of the beauty and grace that's inside the inner temple of my heart and soul. And so then after that time, I was guided to come back. So I had basically had shaved my head. I had gone off the grid. I had closed my bank account. I closed all my email. I cut up my ID, except for one piece of ID I kept, but I just went completely off the grid because I was like, there's so much illusion in the world that I have come from and I have to find truth. I have to find truth. I have to understand why did my soul incarnate here? Why did I choose to come here? Why did I go through all of the incredibly, excruciatingly painful and traumatic experiences that I experienced in my life. What's the meaning? What's the significance? You know, why did I come here? How can I liberate myself from suffering? And how can I support and liberating others as well? And so in 2012, I received clear guidance to come back into busy urban life, which I was actually sad about because I had gotten really, really, I fell in love with being out in the wilderness and living out in the wilderness. You know, I learned how to cook, how to wildcraft, wild food, wild edible food. I learned how to live off the land. I learned, I had an amazing mystic named Wind Boone, this beautiful soul who still lives in the debris hut out in the wilderness to this day. And he taught me everything about the wild animals, about wild crafting food, about obviously, you know, cooking over an open fire, living out in the elements. And I fell in love with that world. And I actually did not want to come back into busy urban life. You know, I had shaved my head. I was a renunciant and I had gotten very comfortable being, I fell in love with being so connected to spirit. It brings tears to my eyes, you know, being so connected to spirit every day and just be me and spirit, you know, it was so beautiful and I loved it. And so when I was guided in 2012 to come back into busy urban life, I was hesitant, but it was very clear that I was meant to come and be in service during the planetary paradigm shift that we are in. And there's a major paradigm shift underway where the old systems and structures that were not serving you, Anna, they were not serving me. They were, they were hurting our hearts and souls when we were in the entertainment industry for so many of us. It was, it was hurting. It was, it was hurting our hearts and souls. You know, I'm sure you relate. It, it just wasn't, it was quenching the spirit, you know? And so now we're in a paradigm shift where these systems and structures that were not serving they're falling rapidly. They're 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 dissolving, and and there's this all this massive field for us soulful entrepreneurs to plant the seeds that we have so devotedly been holding and curating for so many years. And yeah, I think there are there are so many people who are experiencing shifts and changes in their yeah. lives that are quite dramatic. And actually, yeah. many of those people have come from media or entertainment or something where actually we have learned the skills to be visible, to be out there in what yes. size that means. We're very comfortable in presenting. Yes. You know, I, I've spent my life on stage or in audio mm-hmm. and those are actually skills that allow me with my own message. Now, my language is not as, you know, as connected as you, but certainly, and I've not gone off and shaved my head and walked the world, walked the earth for 15 years, but 
For me, it was about waking, waking, awakening to my own potential beyond the world we were living in. Yeah. And one of the things I often talk about is I always felt a deep need to be recognized by other people. But that recognition wasn't, it was, it was almost about trying to get my worth from other people. Yeah. And interestingly, one of the things that I do teach now about visibility on very much on this podcast is you do need to be seen for people to do business with you. Yes. But the shift that happened for me was realizing actually that's a game that I've been playing because I didn't realize how much more I am. And the more that you can step into all you are and stop telling yourself I can't and that I'm not enough and all of the language that goes with that, actually for me, that's when the shifts massively happened. What I'm really curious about then is when is, is what your work is now, how you talk about coming back into service. <laughs> what does that look now? So you came back 2012. Yeah. You know there's some more changes. Yes. Perhaps even more difficult changes in a way. Oh my gosh. So yes. now, what does <laughs> this look like in 2021? Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for that question. So what ended up happening, some big things needed to shift. So in order to alchemize, you know, any patterns or blind spots that were really blocking me from being who I am at soul level and embodying my true essence, what was really important was for a certain point in my journey, I was on what is called a bit of a spiritual bypass. So I was focusing so much on spirit, spirit, and I wasn't focusing on the emotional healing, the integration of trauma, you know, doing the deep work to feel and heal those incredibly painful emotions. So even after all those beautiful spiritual awakenings, I was still carrying a lot of trauma and a lot of deep emotional pain and suffering in my heart. And so then it became time to really take the humbling deep dive of actually going to a healing arts school. So I researched all the top healing schools in the world. Uh, I've actually written an article for Spirituality and Health uh, that's talking about the, all the different healing schools that I researched. And I chose to go to a healing school that was a year and a half long. It's called the Luminous Awareness Institute. And that was where I got to really do the deep healing required. And one thing that I will share is what I know uh, is that when someone is called to be in service to the collective healing and the collective awakening as a soulful entrepreneur, a purpose-driven entrepreneur, a necessary ingredient in the whole equation of stepping into leadership is first taking some time to do the deep inner healing work required so that we can come into the level of personal alignment and personal congruency that allows us to serve from a clear space. So that was a really important ingredient in my journey. And I'm so grateful that I found a container that was able to hold me in such a deep way so that I could receive that healing that so many of us, if not all of us, really need in order to fully be able to serve uh, in a congruent way. And so starting in 2012, I started studying purpose-guided entrepreneurship, marketing, and leadership, and basically launching online businesses, how to... Um, how to launch my own online business, how to support other people in launching their online businesses. And I started writing a lot of magazine articles for uh, spirituality and health, say, uh, Sage Woman, South Africa's Odyssey magazine, and a lot of other magazines. And so what I do now, I, I'm a meditation teacher on Insight Timer and also another wonderful app called Sage App. Uh, I am an oracle. I'm a channel. What I discovered when I was out in, in my long retreats was that I have a gift as an oracle. I'm a channel. I'm able to channel to people their true essence, who they are at soul level, 
what their soul gifts are. And I'm able to help people birth through their legacy, their soul destiny in terms of their sacred work and their dharma. Dharma is another word that means sacred service. What you're here to bring forward, your piece of the puzzle that you're here to bring forward to support the collective awakening and the birthing of a new earth that is more, that works better for everyone, that is harmonious and just and sustainable and filled with love and connection. There's quite a sh- shift. That That's a very dramatic thing to go from <clears throat> I'm living off the land to I'm now creating an online business. I know. And so what was it? Why? And that was at the time as well. Many mm-hmm. people now run online businesses to make yes. change and to reach people. Yes. Back in 2012, <laughs> the methods to do that were not as readily available. No. Why that? Why was that? Why was that the best way to do it for you? Well, I feel like there's been tremendous evolution in the online entrepreneurial space in the last several years. And, you know, the what there's a whole new wave right now, which I'm part of and which I'm honored to facilitate with other budding entrepreneurs, which is called soulful entrepreneurship or soul-led entrepreneurship. And that's where, you know, that's where the full circle moment happened, where everything makes sense now. Because when I had my spiritual awakening, I I dedicated my entire life to living in, in alignment with my soul and to following the guidance of my soul. And so... Another full circle moment happened for me recently when I moved to Costa Rica. Now I live on an exquisite, exquisite piece of land with pure jungle and nature as far as the eye can see. And I'm so grateful. And I get to share my gifts and share these teachings from a place that also deeply nourishes my heart, my body, and my soul by being very, very immersed in nature. And so what I do now is I support other purpose-driven leaders in birthing their destiny, birthing their legacy, bringing forward their sacred work into the world in a way that it can be leveraged and reach more people. And so the World Wide Web is one of these tools that we get to utilize at this time to really leverage our message so that it can serve and inspire and uplift way more people. So I support entrepreneurs in bringing forward their medicine to the world so that it can serve and support and uplift the people that they are meant to teach, the people that they are meant to work with as clients so that their medicine and their wisdom can help. Because basically what we're doing right now on the planet is those of us that are soul-led visionaries, we're bringing different things into the world like guided meditations, like online courses, like videos, like interviews that serve to help remind one another of what is really true. Mm-hmm. And so entrepreneurs like you and I, you know, part of our destiny and part of our part of our work is to help bring forward content that touches people's hearts and souls. And maybe even sometimes even the body will reflect back to you when something feels true by giving yeah, you you'll goosebumps. You'll tingle or you'll have goosebumps. Or you'll get goosebumps something. or chills when something feels true for your body and your soul. And so what you and I, you know, have been, you know, the gift that we've been given is we know the entertainment industry. We were basically Great Spirit has groomed us for many, many years for what we're now doing. I feel that. There's so many random, random parts of my background that I think, why on earth did I do that? Why was I doing that? And actually now it's become that kind of rich tapestry of how I can be better and better reaching many more people. So my language is not as connected as yours. Your language is not the language that I feel readily comfortable with. Yeah. 
But that doesn't mean that my work is not any less. That's not what I mean. I'm able to speak to the people who are at the stage who can hear my message. And there are people who are going to listen to you and go, I've never heard it expressed that way before. And that's exactly what I need right now. And that's what I love about podcasting, that that message can hit home with somebody. We all remember where we've heard something that made us stop in our tracks and decide to do something to change our life, whether it's the dramatic thing or that tiny moment of change. Mm-hmm. So for you then, I know you've got you've got something big coming up um, that you'd like to share with everyone for people who are on the edge of, am I going to bring some of my soul-led work to the world? What might mm-hmm. that look like? So would you be able to share a little bit about that? Yes. Well, myself and several other soulful entrepreneur sisters will be leading a three-day virtual retreat at the end of May. This is a retreat for soul-led entrepreneurs and purpose-driven leaders. And so basically with the difference between... I love this notion of virtual online retreats because virtual online retreats, we get to infuse the sacred. So there'll be teachings and there'll be information and guidance on how to birth a soul-led business in a way that works for you. Because some people really do not want to use Facebook or they and they don't want to use Instagram. And that's perfectly fine. You don't need to use... If, if there's certain social media outlets that don't speak to you or don't resonate with you, you don't need to use them. There's many, many, many ways to leverage your work out onto an international platform. And so one of the things that I love about virtual retreats, which I've led some before in the past, is we get to infuse the sacred. We get to infuse embodiment. We get to take breaks where we have dance breaks or self-massage breaks or just all these different all these different things where there's sometimes there's guided meditation breaks or there's ways that we get to be in our spirits, we get to be in our hearts, we get to be in our bodies as well as we get to learn information, you know, through teachings. So we're, there'll be several different women entrepreneurs from around the world that have built really, really thriving online businesses in service to humanity, in service to the collective awakening and the collective upliftment. And these sisters will be teaching their various pieces of the puzzle during the three-day retreat. So the retreat is three hours a day for three days in a row. And if you're interested in signing up, we have a maximum of 100 people that will be able to participate in this retreat. And like I said, it's at the end of May. And the the URL for the, the website for the retreat will be listed in the show notes. So please do uh, sign up and join us on the retreat if you feel called to be part of this or explore this movement of soulful entrepreneurship and purpose-driven leadership and what that might look like for your gifts and your sacred work and the birthing of more of the medicine that you've come to share with the collective during this time of paradigm shift. For someone then who is perhaps just on the cusp of experiencing something or they're not sure, have I? Did I? I don't know. Is that what that means? What would be your passing advice for someone who knows that there's a lot more light that they've got to shine? Okay, well, what I would love to share is that I have some amazing news for you. And that is that on the other side of following your soul, there's a whole new life that you're going to get to experience. And you're going to get to experience meeting all these new people that are soul family and kindred souls and people that you felt like you've known before this lifetime. And the beautiful news is that 
anything inspiring or beautiful that you've ever seen outside of yourself. You have equal matched gemstones and treasures inside the treasure chest of your own heart and your soul that you now get to spend the rest of your life unpacking and delighting in and revealing to yourself and other people. So there's a treasure chest of magical gems inside of each person. And by following your soul, you just get to continue revealing more and more of them. And you get to be nourished by them as you are sharing them with other people. And that's when the fun really begins. So if you're in a place where you don't quite know what's happened to you recently, the fun is only just beginning. Thank you so much for joining us today, Prima. Um, It's been great to have you. And if you want to check out her three-day event, do check out the show notes when this is live on the podcast. Take care. Thank you, Anna. Much love to everyone. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.